It's 11.02 Central Daylight Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast. Coming to you live from the polling place at Life Brand Cowboy Church in Painesville, Ohio, I'm Martin. And I'm Matt. And now, let's dig into the merits of ranked choice voting. Martin, uh... Actually, Matt, hold on. I I screwed that up. No one cares about ranked choice voting. Voting. It's just only the extreme nerds. Is it more fair? So, no one cares. Yeah. Well, that's the right answer. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was trying to troll you with my lib, my libtard, uh, you know, mindset. But uh, good, you know, way to be there to stop me in my tracks. Um, I didn't I'm know. I'm more interested in finding out about the Life Brand Cowboy Church. Yeah, well, Painesville is uh, where Lake Erie College is, which is where my mom went to school. Um, my marriage license was issued from Painesville, Ohio. Right. And also, your father-in-law uh, has a degree from Lake Erie College. So true. Which is in Painesville. What would you? Sort of the center of everything. Do you think you're? college experience would have been different if you went to a school in Painesville? Yes. Me too. All right. Well, I think we should start off with uh, the latest installment of gra- uh, Gravy and Gravo. Um, Perfect. Since, uh, you know, let's switch it up. Why don't, uh, why don't you do the first one? Oh, great. I'm moving up in the world. Yep. Graveau takes time to recognize the important important events in his friends' and family's lives. If it is your birthday, anniversary, or graduation, you can count on Graveau sending you a special card. He takes his time to write a personal message and, while not always, usually includes a small gift on your special day. Graveau has your address in his neatly organized address book and has set reminders for the special days of his friends and family. People are constantly amazed by his ability to remember all the various occasions, but are more amazed with his touching comments in his correspondence. He truly appreciates his friends and goes out of his way to let them know they are important. There really is nothing quite like getting something in the mail. I know, and that'll never go out of style. Never. Gravy uses his social media accounts to help keep track of his friends' birthdays, anniversaries, and other special days. While he usually does not send reminders, he will belatedly comment on your social media feed. If you are lucky, you might get a happy birthday, dude, on your social media page. Are you having a party for your birthday? You can count on Gravy to bring a bag of provocative chips, and if you're extremely lucky, a 12-pack of his favorite beverage. Just one thing about the provocative chips, and I don't know if this is part of a larger picture, but no one likes them. I'm not even sure if Gravy really likes them, but he'll eat them. No, he doesn't like That's the whole point. It's like the provocative pizzas that he orders, like... Uh, you know, chicken fettuccine pizza. 
That's just gross. Yeah, beef stroganoff, stuffed crust, sausage lovers. Exactly. Bacon-wrapped, uh, date-filled, crust lovers, sausage fest. That sounds really gross. I know. But it, you know, I guess, you know, sometimes you just, you need an icebreaker. True. Um, um, yeah. Okay. Well, well, fair enough. I think that we all, you know, if we don't know how we feel about gravy and gravo, we sh- we should start to form our opinions pretty soon because we've been we've been giving, you know, we've been given this amazing uh, series of events and you know um, interpretations of events from the view of gravy and from gravo. And, you know, I'm not ready to fully say who I support the most, but I'm gonna, I'm getting there. Is it really a question of who we support or what can we learn? Uh, I don't know. I, I didn't know this was a I test. Always, well, I, I don't know, but I'm not even, are they real people? I thought there are more yeah, are sort of amalgams of what? Yes, of course they're you know, real like, people. I know I'm going to, you know, the Bible thumpers out there won't like this, but for example, are they a parable? You know, that means like a story that has a lesson, but it's not real. Wow. Uh, look, I didn't sign up to be in the uh, uh, Mitt Romney uh, political ad, Martin, so uh, maybe you can just, you know... Save that for your well, other podcast. That's a great setup for our topic for today. Right. Uh, Ten things I hate about you. Right. Um, so before we get started here, just a couple things. A lot of you probably are big fans of the movie Ten Things I Hate About You. Right. Which, as you probably know, is a modern retelling of a classic Shakespearean play. And fun fact, almost no sets were used in the entire movie. Is that right? Everything is a real-life location. From the houses, the gymnasium, right down to the campus itself. But that's neither here nor there, really. Because that's not what our topic is about. Okay. So Matt and I uh, took some time. We each have five, so that's ten total. Right. Five things we hate about the other person. Right. I thought this would be cathartic. Definitely. Uh, and I, I agree because, you know, sometimes you just got to dig down into the, the bog, you know, the bog mud. And, you know, if you get, if a leech, if you see a leech, you let it suck your blood for a little bit or, but you know or, throw, it, or throw it into the woods, whatever. No one cares. You know, it grows in the bog, of course. Uh, cranberries. Uh, right, right. I was going to say peat, um, peat moss. I can't verify that. Yeah. I don't know. Cranberries definitely do grow in there. All right. Well, let's get started. Uh, Martin, you're, okay. you can go first. What's, oh, thank what's you. the first thing you hate about me? The first thing I hate about you is your borderline obsession with old police cars. Uh, Matt, I still, to this day, I think, he went through a period where he would just, you know, be like, I'm going to 
buy like a 1981 old police car. They have great engines. They'll last forever. And I went with him one time to this. It looked like a car dealership of ill repute, but I guess it was legitimate, but I'm not sure. No, it was. It was. Yeah. So we went to this car dealership of ill repute, and he we got in this like big car. Matt's like, I'm going to test drive it. So he like drove it around the parking lot, accelerating really fast and then braking really fast. And he did that for about two minutes and then he bought the car. Okay, but that wasn't a police car, but you're right. But you were still obsessed with them. I bet even now you're like, I wish I could get an old police car. It wasn't a big car, it was a Volkswagen Jetta, which is like famous for not being big. Um, I owned one. You can trust the Germans. (laughs) Well, I mean, you're German, so. Um, Half. Right. So I did buy a police car um, that got destroyed when I parked it outside your apartment. Do you remember when you lived on Magnolia? Oh, yeah. So do you remember I stayed, I slept over, in quote, air quotes, at your house, mm-hmm. um, and the next day I went uh, shuffling to my car in the morning, trying not to look at the sun, and I went to get in, and I got in the driver's door, and there was a note on the windshield wiper, so I pulled it out, and it was uh, from the Chicago Police Department. It said, your car's been involved in an accident. So I'm like, what? You know? So I go, I, I'm looking around. I'm like, well, not, I don't see anything. So I look on the other side of the car, on the sidewalk side of the car, and it's all dented up and smashed up. And someone ran a, a, a stop sign. And instead of T-boning the person that was pulling out, they drove onto the sidewalk, crashed into my car, and then uh, crashed into a storefront. And there was a police officer right there watching the whole thing. Anyway, that car was awesome. It would do huge burnouts. And anyway, whatever. All right. Okay. Sounds really Speaking of cars, my Mm -hmm. uh, first thing that I hate about you, Martin, is your driving. And that's what I mean by that. It's not golf, which you probably are hoping well, that also sucks, but um, it's it's getting better. The driving, okay. it took a lesson. Okay, good. Um, so, and I know you've gotten better, so I I want to give credit to you there. But when you had your Exploder, your Ford, you mean an explode an Explorer? Yeah, you had you had the Explorer that was famous for the tires coming apart and then it crashing. Right, and, that happened to me. I know. That's why they call it an exploder, but it that wasn't my fault. It was part. It was a de- defect in the car. You used to drive. You would drive the car like if you if you imagine the most stereotypical like grand grandpa or grandmother like with like those thin glasses where they're like looking like down the glasses like trying to see like they can't see anything and. You would you would drive your car like that. You would have the seat, you know, way up close to the wheel, and then you had a leather steering wheel that you would you would be so 
whatever you want to say, intense or nervous or whatever, that you would twist. Focused. Yeah, focused. You would twist the leather on the steering wheel so much that it was like uh, like black licorice, like all around the top of the wheel where you would go, eh, 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 twisting it back and forth like you were trying to, you know, take one of the uh, Golden Gate Bridge like cables and like twist it together with your bare hands. But anyway. If I could do that, it would be pretty cool. True. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so first of all, that's really ageist. Thank you. Okay. Um, you know, with the you know the rebirth or the rediscovery of the Golden Girls, I don't think people are going to put up with this, Matt. Okay, well... And I, just I didn't ask anybody to put up with anything. I've, it was implied. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm going to move on. I can't even believe what just happened. Um, the second thing I hate about you is your hypervigilance towards sun protection. Now, I fully can recognize that at times I've been lacking in sun protection, maybe like twice in my life. But now, Matt, you have all these like long sleeve shirts and like hoods, and you have like 15 pairs of sunglasses and all these like Chicago hats, even though you don't live in Chicago. And I just think you've taken it too far. I'm worried that one day I'm going to come across and you're going to have like an altar built to the Egyptian god of the sun, and you're going to, you know, go all spiritual on me and like go on a vision quest in Mexico where you have to wear like a full body military uniform so you don't get sunburned. It's gone too far. Uh, yeah, it's funny when, you know, it, it's it's always fun to listen to people talk about what the way they see you because, you know, especially you, because that's not, I, okay, I do have sun shirts. Um, I'm actually going to the dermatologist tomorrow. And for all I know, they're going to be like, you have like a week to live or whatever because of the sun damage that I've subjected myself to. But all the Chicago hats that I have, um, the only real sun hat that I wear is an orange University of Virginia hat. It's one of those like hats with the brim that goes all the way around and then has the string, you know. I didn't even want to bring that up. But yeah. So you're yeah. one one of your biggest you're pieces your of evidence. Is one of the biggest pieces of evidence that you presented is exactly the opposite of what's true. You're just burying yourself right now. Um I I don't pretend I still live in Chicago, but I still dress the way I used to dress because that's just the way I am. And don't give me a hard time about it because you're didn't just even as bring that up. You're just, you're just as about. bad as me. Also, you have a Tim Raines jersey from Montreal. So give it give it a rest. I, su I support the Expos. No, you don't. Gary Carter. Okay. Andres that's leading, so that leads that's perfect segue. Number two, Andre Scalaraga. Martin, the, yeah, the big the yeah. second yep. The second thing I hate about you is your insistent that insistence that you're a brony. Everyone knows that. No, you aren't. You aren't. 
just like you're not a fan of the Expos. This is just like, you think this is so funny for you to pretend that you're, that you love something that you don't. And that it's like, it's so on brand for you. And all I'm trying to say is, hey, sometimes you got to freshen it up. And pretending to like things that you don't actually like, mm, you know, uh, I don't know. Is it okay, cool? Well, I don't. I don't know. Uh, my Little Pony is cool. No, it I isn't. I just ordered a new back. Dude, I just ordered a new Big Macintosh shirt. It's going to be coming pretty soon. Don't you have like a My Little Pony tattoo or something? It's a. It's a Pegasus, the legendary Pegasus. Yeah, which My it's Little different. Pony is that? Well, that would be Rainbow Dash. Mm. Um, but it's not Rainbow Dash. It just is the legendary Pegasus. Oh, I guess you really aren't that big of a fan. Hmm. Okay. Okay, well, apparently I'm not a hipster because you're a hipster and it's cool to be off-brand now. I just can't keep track of what's have cool a brand. anymore, Matt. Yeah, you don't like anything. That's that's my brand. Me, yeah, which brings me to my next thing. You hate all superhero movies. Every single one. You don't even see them anymore. You're just like, oh, they're all dumb. I don't care. Because they're too popular, and they're not real, and, you know, Eddie Murphy's not in them, and it wasn't from the 80s, so I hate them. Okay. Can you just appreciate that some people like them and just be okay? Give them a chance. What superhero movie was Eddie Murphy in? He wasn't in right. one. Right. That's why you don't like him. Uh, another another sham evidence that you've presented. Although, if Eddie Murphy wasn't a superhero movie, he, I wouldn't even like that. But I love Eddie Murphy. Exactly. I love him. I know. He's hysterical. Um, okay. Number three. Martin's refusal to hold the Ricketses accountable for anything. So Martin's favorite baseball team of, of which let's just say the Montreal Expos. It's as close to a religion as you subscribe to. Um, the, True. The, this, this uh, family of like marshmallows dressed in polo outfits um, bought your team. And then they supported, let's not get into everything they did. But let's just say, just for the sake of argument, that that the worst owners you could imagine bought your team. And then not only did they... Dan Snyder? Not only did... They, well, close. Not only did they have a bunch of uh, objectionable opinions and views on things... But they took the neighborhood, the one thing you're, one of the big claims to fame of Wrigley Field, the the neighborhood and the guys sitting on the roof in their lawn chairs drinking old style and people with their shirts off, they ruined all of that. They took a big dump on everything. They spent millions of dollars turning the neighborhood into like Northbrook, like every building is a big square like ugly building that has no architectural significance whatsoever. They priced out all the old business owners, like the owners of the one tavern, the gingerman that you, you know, that's like your Nirvana. 
but you won't to be fair on that point, Matt. The owner had been wanting to sell for a long time and was yeah really not a good owner. Whatever, whatever. And the guy that bought it is a good owner. Yeah, he's owned the Metro for many years. So if that's your foundation, it is of all of your arguments. It's not. You're you're living a fraud. You're living a fraud right now, and I exposed it, and everyone will know about it. Matt is a fraud. Well, what else are you going to say about me? I th- I think. Well, okay, here we go. Um, originally, my topic number four was that your blind support of any drones for any use, but I changed that because of something alarming I discovered right before recording. Matt apparently upgraded his podcasting microphones without telling me. As usual, he's trying to one-up me. He wants his sound to sound better than mine, because everyone complains that Matt sounds worse than me all the time. Trust me, I hear it every day. And I don't know how long he's been using this performance-enhancing microphone, but again, people know about it. People know about it, Matt. You're living a lie. Nope. Nope. I'm I'm living the life of Riley. I'm I'm exactly no where I is. need to be. Um I laid in my uh reflection chamber earlier and I asked I hope you wore your sunshine. I, I did. And I asked Good. Good. I asked, you know. I asked space, you know, what should I do? And they said, you do you, Matt. And unlike Martin, uh, the one thing, another number four thing. I'm a team player. I hate about you, Martin, is that you like pepperoni more than sausage. That's 100% true. Yeah. Well, why don't you go move to New York? Like, where do you, what, you know? It's not okay for you to like pepperoni more than sausage. We're, that's just completely ridiculous. Did you eat? Sometimes, Matt, I'm like, Matt's not going to push the envelope too far. But now I know there's no bridge too far for you, sir. Oh, You'll just say anything people uh, to hurt people. The only, like, if you go to, like, Numbnuts, Nebraska where, by the way, Pete Ricketts likes to go, um, and you go to a pizza place there, you can only get pepperoni. If you go to, like, Pipso, Texas, pepperoni. That's it. It's all you can get. And the list goes on and on. But the one place in the United States where you can get the most delicious, garlicky, fresh sausage, the hog butcher to the world, the great uh, pork capital, well, actually, Cincinnati is supposedly that. But anyway, the... the Cincinnati's a terrible the city. The great, uh, you know, beginning of uh, refrigerated foods and, you know, the meat, uh, the best meat in the United States going from everywhere, all over the country, from Chicago, sausage. Italian sausage, and you you eat pepperoni like some kind of jagoff from North Dakota. Wow. Well, I think we everyone knows 
and I didn't want to bring this up, but you leave me no choice. Think of the most despicable people in the history of the world. I'm not going to name names, but you know who they are. They all love sausage more than pepperoni. That just is a fact. Well, that's a misleading statement because also some of the greatest uh, human beings of all time preferred sausage. So you can you can try your half-truths. Take that to your other podcast. We all know that you're just ready to start your own and leave me in the dust. All right. Well, let's, I don't have a new microphone for let's it. Let's wind this um, up. Okay. My final thing I hate about you is your extreme pessimism towards the Chicago Bears. You claim to be a Bears fan, yet, at the same time, you've resigned yourself that they can never be good, that their ownership are idiots, that their general manager on down are idiots, they'll never have a quarterback, everyone they draft is terrible, why do you even watch them, but yet... You watch them. Yeah, I... You know, pick a lane, dude. No, I... Okay, I I don't think they'll ever have a good quarterback in my lifetime. And I also... I do think ownership is, a, you know, problematic. I didn't say I don't... You know, the, all those other things you said are, are vastly uh, overstated. I think, if anything, they're understated. Uh, sorry, I'm not a season ticket holder. I don't have, you know, thousands of dollars to piss away on, like, halfway through the game, everybody being like, boo, boo, like, and, like, not paying attention and, like, oh. You know, you don't need to make this about the season ticket holders, Matt. Well, okay. We're talking about your extreme views. Okay. And they're extreme. My, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap this up with my number five, Martin. I Delicious. object to your man crush on John Mayer. I, first of all, as you and I both have, uh, we both are fans of the Grateful Dead in different ways. Um, I just can't believe that you've fallen so hook, line, and sinker for him. Um, at best, you know, he's just like a, a good foil for uh, Bobby. And, you know, I mean, the guy, you know, let's face it, people will show up to the concert if he's playing. And yes, he, he does a, I'd say a seven out of 10 uh, job of playing Grateful Dead songs, playing the Jerry parts and singing, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, he's good enough. Um, but you go see him even when he's not playing with Dead and Company, and you know that your own child uh, strongly dislikes him for the way he treated Taylor Swift, and you don't care. You just think you can strut around, uh, just you know, uh, lording and over everybody that you like uh, someone that nobody else likes. Because you're a, a contrarian. If anything, Matt, he's like number seven on my hot list right now. And that's coming off the concert, which in his own element, he's even a better guitar player. Sometimes a little over the top, 
You know, I compared him to Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. Sure, sometimes he's a bad guy. I can't really vouch for him in any sort of relationship whatsoever. But he's really good at guitar. And his album that came out last summer full of 80s hits is pretty hot. But again, he's only like number seven on my list. Well, it's good. Not even top five. Well, we'll all remember, you know, that when you vouch for someone, you know, it really means something because all they have to do is be good at playing guitar and have an album of 80s hits that's pretty good. Okay. Well, yeah, that's pretty much let's it. Let's move on to Haraz and Hazaz. Uh, my hurrah this week goes to the Chicago Bears, who managed not to trade any of their draft picks this year and actually came away with more draft picks than they started with. Will any of them be good? No one will ever really know. But when you have 11 picks, you hope at least to get lucky a couple times. You know, as I always say, if Matt drives enough old police cars, one of them might not be hit by another car. I wish you had stopped talking about the Bears because I hate them so much that I can't even listen to anyone else talk about them. But I will watch you all their games. You could have probably muted me with your new fancy microphone setup. No, I don't have the, uh, um, I don't have all the like things set up yet. Okay, maybe next week. Yeah. All right, maybe if you free up some of our advertising dough. We have Seth hasn't been doing his job. We have no advertising. Yeah, that's true. Um it's not my fault, dude. My huzzah this week is to Matt. And yes, that's to me. Um so uh recently I was talking about um talk talking some trash about the Chicago Cubs. And I was talking about their like sloped, like sign out front of Wrigley, uh, with the like "Welcome to Wrigley Field." Yeah, um, duh, it's called a marquee, Matt, and that's actually the name of the Cubs' uh, special, like, um, money like f- funneling thing that they came up with the Marquee Network, where they only show. Cubs games and like people talking about the Cubs and then just like everything, like people singing Go Cubs Go and selling the W uh, flag and all that stuff. Anyway, it's called the Marquee. Sometimes you'll have shows about like the 14 best left fielders in Cubs history. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. All of them are Andre Dawson. Um, Moises Alou. Uh, maybe. Um, but it's the marquee network, Matt. Duh. When I say duh, it means like, Matt, get with it. You just aren't paying enough attention to the Cubs. Get more focused on them. Get more critical of them. And then you'll sound smarter. So that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Well, I think that's the plan. And we'll see how that works out. Well, it's been a great this one. This was obviously... This was obviously our best yeah, show. Yeah, this has been a great one. Um, you can, you know, take it downtown and print it. Right. This is the best show that anyone's ever done. Right. In the podcast format or any format. Right. Stick that in your ATM machine and just take out as much cash as you want, because that's all it's about. 
there's a limit to how much cash an ATM machine can hold, but you can get all of it. Right. Well, all right, Martin. Let's uh, let's get ready for next week, and uh, we look forward to seeing everybody then. See you next time.